This is a Hoff Studios podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Me and Lara here. I'm, I'm, I'm still in the middle of, a, of, of my tour. If you want to see me on the road, I'm going to be in Vancouver, Canada next weekend. Uh, in June, I have a bunch of dates coming up. I have Levity Live in West Nyack, New York. I have Washington, D.C. I'm going to be at the D.C. Improv. And I think I'm going to be in Cincinnati. Yeah, I have Go Bananas in Cincinnati. So check out my website, ianlaralive.com, for uh, more road dates and come see me uh, on the road. Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? This is Ian Lara coming at you live with my guy, DJ APM. What's up, APM? Hey, that's me. That coming was kind of hard. Pause. You, <laughs> you, you, you emphasized the C on that one a little bit. <laughs> my fault, man. I'm like, it's the jet lag in me. It's the jet lag in me. This is what, episode six? This is six, yeah, six. Six, yeah. We're doing this. We're not. We're not in person on this one. We're doing this uh, on location. I'm in. Uh, I'm in Dubai. Uh huh. Yeah, that's right. The Holy Land. Uh huh. <laughs> um, I just, I just got here. I've been traveling. I've been traveling uh, all over. And May was just a crazy. Been a crazy month for me. I've been doing. I went. I, I decided I wasn't gonna do any shows in the states in May. And uh-huh. I just went international with it. So I've been everywhere from Africa to, then uh-huh. I went to Canada. Then I came back to Dubai. And after this, I'm going back to Canada, to Vancouver. Shout out to Drake. Yeah. Uh, we got big reviews from your Drake story. What's going on, people? Did people like, the, up, did people like the Drake story? I think people uh, really like what you're doing right now and the different time zones. The time traveling one, I've been getting nothing but positive feedback in a negative way. I don't know if that makes sense. Same, same. Yeah, I've seen, I seen a lot of positive feedback in a negative way mm-hmm. also. Um, <laughs> but, you know, that one, listen, the time travel story, if you haven't listened to it, listen to our last episode where we, uh, yep. where we break down the art of time traveling. And that one was difficult for us because that was a secret that that honestly us putting it out there was was not we could have got a lot of a lot of flack for that you know we basically just put out our own algorithm like we canceled our own like success before it even took off but it's all right right so we're, we're we're here for the people yeah and and we spoke about this off air and I was just like you know what we owe this to the game the game has given us a lot. Uh-huh. So it's the least we could do is to give back, you know? Sometimes you got to give we back. Owe it, we owe it to society. Right. So if you haven't listened to it, go listen to that episode. Uh, we're we're, uh, we're cooking now, baby. In the kitchen. Yeah. You know? I was going to take... So are you... I was going to take... I was going to take this week off because, like I said, the, the tour schedule has been so crazy um, that I was like, you know what? I can't... I couldn't get back to New York to record this episode. So I was going to take this week off. But then the people were like, nah, we're in it now. You can't take a week off. 
You can't. Yeah. No, we're all the way in. We are all the way live, and we are all the way here for the people. I feel like I'm back in 2020, like full 2020, because we're doing this online. Yeah. <laughs> How awkward were Zoom comedy uh, specials or Zoom comedy uh, sets? Um, to be to be honest, I, I'm gonna be. I, I, at first, I thought they were gonna be crazy, and I thought it would be like super undoable. But after you you, mm-hmm. you you learn how to do it, and it wasn't that bad. The only thing mm. is, the only you had to learn how to do it. It took a little while to learn how to do it. It's like you couldn't do it like you were doing normal stand-up, right? But if mm-hmm. you treated mm-hmm. it like you were telling a story and made it more, made your mm-hmm. jokes more in a story form, it worked. Like mm-hmm. I would do it, people would laugh. It was it was not bad, and it was nice because even if it was bad and it was terrible. You were in your living room, so you just shut down your computer and go about your business and get your Netflix on, right? And then and then you will get paid okay. for it. So I honestly, obviously, live is better, but I miss it a little bit. But I remember I did a couple shows because I was doing a lot of shows for like colleges because colleges were online, so they would hire comedians. I did a couple of them where it was just one on one. That was a little tough. One on one comedy. Yeah, like picture you picture I, I I get hired to do a show. And I log in, and then it's just you. So it's just you and me. Oh. I mean, we're boys, though. So, like, I feel like I would have a good time. But imagine you did that with, like, I, I can't even imagine somebody who didn't have a sense of humor. Bro, or, I like, did it. I did it with, I've done it. every. First of all, every time I did it, it was with a girl. And, and I did it maybe three times. And two of the times I did it, she didn't even turn on her mic. So it was just so me was just... ranting into silence. Silence! Oh my goodness! So you're built for tough. You can you can withstand anything. I, I mean, I've I've been to, through some things. You know, I don't like to t- I don't jet, like to brag about war stories, but I've been through some things. Jet lag and silent comedy sets, bro. That should be the name of your next special. <laughs> <laughs> so what's up, man? How's New York? First of all, I gotta get into um, Africa. I'm not even gonna talk about Dubai, Canada, because I, I I feel like I gotta talk about Africa. Cause people want to know. Get right into it. But but uh, yeah, but first, right how's it. New York though? Give me an update on New York. Uh, New York is New Yorker, man. You know, once it gets warm, everybody's outside. Uh, Casamigo starts flowing from the sky. Um, instead of windstorms, it's hooper storms. So it's just like it's looking like it's gonna be another one of those crazy epic New York summers. See, that's the tough part when you on the road. Like when you on the road and you go on Instagram and you see that it's eighty degrees plus in New York. Mm-hmm. That that hurts. That hurts. It, it should. It should. Nobody told you to be popping. Nobody told you to be yeah. important. That is a choice so, I made. This- yeah. You made that choice. Yeah. Like, sorry, dude. You know, it 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 brings back the ratchet in you. Like, you just want to go. You just want to hop on a plane and Oof. go back and be ratchet. You know. Oof. Yeah, I know. Uh, and when those instances happen, I just like I go to church mm-hmm. or I throw on some gospel. Look for the know? Lord. Yeah. It's like yeah, yeah. You definitely gotta look for somebody who's not indulging. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, yeah. I hear that. Uh, and especially now, because you when you're older, right, like brunch culture becomes even more of a thing. Because obviously, mm-hmm. I mean, everybody knows the best part about brunch is you're home by 6 p.m. 
can I just say that there, there there's um there's some inaccuracy when that comes to like to to a head. Just speak because, on it. Like, speak on it. Yeah, like that that that's true. Usually the plan, like oh yeah, 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 yeah. Then it's just gonna drink, and then I'll be home by like seven p.m. Yeah. Wrong, wrong. Yeah. Because alcohol is a lubricant. So next thing you know, all right, let's say you have brunch reservations for two p.m. Right, that's reasonable. And let's say that you also have bottomless mimosas or, uh, you know, uh, open open tap on the champagne. Yeah. Next thing you know, it's two a.m. and you're like, man, how did this happen? Yeah. You're throwing up outside of the yeah. side of a cab, and you're like, damn, I was supposed to be home at seven. You bring up a good point. You bring up a good point because alcohol definitely is lube, and I, <laughs> I. <laughs> I have in many of times uh, had a brunch plan for two o'clock and in New York, you could easily end up out till four in the morning because New York, New York city knows this, right? So there's like, there's like venues that cater to this. They cater to the post brunch drunk. Can't go home. Can't get a grip. People. Yes. The, and and it's the in between too, the segue of okay, I'm just gonna go get five guys or um, Chipotle. We need sponsorships for both of them, yeah. And then sober up, and then go to the next spot. You know, it helps to have somebody with you. Like it helps to go with somebody that has some type of self control. Yeah, you're right. But there, that's true, and I need to. I need more people like that in my life. Right, but there is there is something that is off putting. Like, if you if you see it on Instagram, people talk like it's all positive, which I get it. Mm-hmm. But there is something off putting about being drunk and horny at five thirty p.m. on the Lord's Day. Yes, there is. There, you're absolutely right. And uh, and and you have to. Um, you have to handle that because nobody wants to walk around with a load of weapons. New York, that's three years. Right, exactly. And you, you, I mean, you DJ brunches, right? So you, you're out, you're out yes. there. You're in the trenches. Uh, I'm protected though. I'm protected by the Lord. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Amen. Yeah. Um. Amen. Yeah. Um. But anyways, um, dude, Africa. Gotta talk about Africa. That. Hold on. Before we talk about Africa, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Romeo Santos of comedy. Ilara, the entertainer. Okay. I had to give you an intro. Oh, thank you, man. I appreciate that. Um, Africa, dude. I mean, it was just an amazing experience. I I, I gotta say, it was just it's it's I, I really wanted to do Africa because you don't really hear people talk about it as much. I mean, now it's more mainstream because there's so much great music coming out of there. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. the music scene is really uh, shining light on it, but you don't hear mm-hmm. people talk like every time. And look, I hope this this don't sound bad, but every time you hear Africa, like people hear Africa who who don't know about it, they just assume that it's a whole just poor continent that you're gonna go and it's mm-hmm. not gonna be any roads or running water, which Propaganda. which couldn't be further from the truth. Mm-hmm. I, I was uh I was in in uh, Kenya for almost two weeks. I went to Nairobi, wow. flew to Nairobi. Um, amazing, just amazing. Seeing so much black excellence over there, like it's so. And you know, I love everybody. It's not about race or anything, but it's so different to be in a place where one hundred percent the black people are the majority. 
Mm-hmm. And there's white people there, and they're great too, but they're the minority, mm-hmm. and it's just a funny thing to see the flip. Yeah, like everywhere you go, it's just black people and black excellence too. Like you speak to somebody, uh-huh. and they're like, "I'm a doctor, I'm a lawyer, uh-huh. I'm an engineer," uh-huh. and it's just the norm. It's not anything like you know, like oh my god, it's just the norm. That was yeah. uh, that was amazing. Uh, so let's start before oh, I even go. Amazing. Let's start before I even go. So I'm I uh, I I'm, I'm supposed to go. You know I'm doing shows out there, whatever. Uh-huh. So I get booked to do shows out there, and the uh, mm-hmm. the producer of the show he uh, he tells me you know they 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 we do the contract whatever they send me the thing he he sends me the money mm-hmm. to buy my own flight right now mm-hmm. uh i'm looking up flights before i go this is like a month or two before i go and i'm like okay i want to go you know I, I'm, I'm looking up i see qatar airlines there's klm could get you there this thing then i see that mm-hmm. there's kenya airways mm-hmm. there's an airline called kenya airways that flies direct from new york jfk to nairobi kenya now this is the only Convenient. this is the only airline that goes direct Qatar, uh-huh. Qatar Airlines, which is like known as like obviously a great airline, rich, yeah. from, you know, rich Qatar, and uh, they mm-hmm. they'll get you there, but they're they're like five six hours more, and you got to do yeah. a layover in like Qatar, Doha, whatever. There's no direct flights, so in my uh-huh. head, I'm like, I'm going to Kenya, right? I want to let me do Kenya Airways because I look up the airline and it's like the government owns the airline. So I'm like, all right, let me just help, you know, I'll help out the local government. I'm going to a place. I want to help them out, you know, not help them out, but uh-huh. I want to, you know, let me indulge in their things, bring money to their economy. Right. Uh huh. So I buy a ticket on Kenya airways. I tell the guy, the, my, my, the producer, shout out to Eric, uh, in, uh, Kenya, great dude. I tell him that, uh, he's a comedian, a producer over there. I tell him that I'm going to be flying Kenya Airways and he starts like laughing at me. He's like, why would you fly Kenya Airways? And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, I thought I'm helping out the, I'm thought, I thought I was helping out your economy. And apparently I wasn't aware of this, but Kenya Airways is the spirit airlines of Africa. If you will. Oh, got him. Yeah. Got him. Right. Uh-oh. Right. But I'm like, it's internet. Like, how can it be? It's a fifteen-hour flight. How can it be? Uh-huh. How can it be? Spirit. Spirit works one to four hours, right? Anything after yeah. that, it's borderline a war crime to be on Spirit. Basically. Yeah. So I try to. I remember. I'm like, okay, I'm a comedian, right? I remember what I did. Yes, you are. I remember what I did with a uh, Liquid Death. Shout out to Liquid Death. Well, I shouted them out. I shouted them out on the thing, and they sent me, you know, a package. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like, let me hit up Kenya Airways and see if I could finesse my way because I'm not in, I'm not in first class for business. I got a coach ticket. I'm in the, uh-huh. I'm in the back with the, with the, with the hood. Um, so I'm like, let me, let me message them. You know, I got some followers, little, you know, verified. Let me message them and see if I could get an upgrade on uh on uh on 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 clout basically Uh, uh uh-huh so i messaged them first of all i sent them a message on instagram they answered me immediately it was like i i was like what what are you guys doing up like i I, i've never got (laughs) (laughs) how did how did you know this message was coming i've never got such a quick response (laughs) 
to a DM <laughs> in my life. First of all, I got more uh -huh. followers than the airline. So that right there, I'm like, uh-oh. This ain't, this ain't Th great. They should have they gave you the private jet. Okay, That's what I'm, I'm saying. Listening. So I messaged them. I'm like, hey, Kenya Airways. They respond immediately. What's up? I'm like, what's up? Like, am, I'm like, what, uh -huh. why are you guys so readily available to, <laughs> to, to answer me? So uh -huh. I, I so they, they, they answer me. We're talking. We're going back and forth. I feel like I'm talking to a friend. Like it's uh -huh. it's no type of like professional. It's just like this, a friend this. conversation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so after a couple words, I shoot my shot. I say, "Hey man, I'm flying to Nairobi on on this date. Uh -huh. I'm I'm uh -huh. going Kenya Airways. Um, I have um, I, I I have a direct flight from New York to Nairobi, and I'm going out there to do shows. I'm doing shows all over, stand up comedy all over Nairobi." Do you guys think you could give me a, a, a some type of upgrade on the price of uh, um on the house <laughs> in return uh -huh. in return for some positive promo promotion right uh huh that you know once I said that they uh they stopped answering um they took a long time to respond yeah about two days about two days. <laughs> They, okay. they it went okay. from it went from back and forth conversation to uh two days no answer uh -huh. um okay uh -huh. i think nothing of it two days i get a reply i'm like hey uh no we can't do it you gotta do this you gotta pay whatever they basically told me we don't know who you are no we can't do this for you don't ever talk to us again yes. again i said no problem i go on my flight which by the way i gotta say this by the way it wasn't a bad flight. It was good. They were good. They were fine. They it, they uh -huh. were like a good airline. They were great. Like I had no issues. Boarding was fine. They had the food was fine. The customer service was good. The seats were nice. Mm -hmm. It was no problem at all. So I took my mm -hmm. flight to Kenya. But I get there and I'm telling everybody that they they uh they didn't give me an upgrade and everybody's laughing at me, uh -huh. telling me how bad of an airline uh Kenya is. So I get a thing in my head. I'm like, okay. Interesting. I'm like, let me do this experiment. I'm like, let me do some jokes about Kenya Airways, right? I'm like, I'm going to do some jokes about them. I'm going to do them and I'll see how it goes. And if the jokes go good, I'm going to post the jokes about Kenya Airways and see if, if I have any type of pull. Because I was like, it got to liquid death, which was random. Mm -hmm. Let me see mm -hmm. if I could do some jokes and it'll reach the people at Kenya Airways, right? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I do the I do a couple bits, nothing crazy. I just do a couple bits making fun of them for being a cheap airline and answering me on Instagram or whatever. Do a couple bits. Mm -hmm. Um but I don't get the video back till I'm in the States. So I'm fast forwarding to when I'm in the States, I get my video, I post it on uh on my Instagram, the video of Kenya Airways, and it starts taking off. Bunch of views. Mm -hmm. I think it's up to a hundred thousand views. You know, people mm -hmm. over there in Kenya start sharing it. I get a message. Mm -hmm. I wake up. I'm now I'm in Canada. I wake up. I get a message from Kenya Airways. A DM. Uh -huh. I get they follow me and I get a DM. The DM goes, Hey, we saw your joke. Hey big head. Yeah, it was it was very <laughs> hey big headish. Very hey big head. Hey, big head. They were like, we saw your joke. Hey, we saw your joke about Kenya Airways. We thought it was hilarious. 
we're wondering if you're still in Nairobi because we want to invite you to upgrade to our premium lounge on your flight back home. And we want to show you just how good of an airline we are. Now I'm home. I'm a, I'm, I'm already home. So I left them on scene. Uh -huh. I left them on scene. Ooh. I didn't even, I didn't even reply to them, but I, uh -huh. I think this is a new thing for me. I think now if you don't give me free stuff as a brand, I'm going to You're make fun, fun of you. Wow. That's, that's my new thing. So now, I respect now it. I feel like I have a resume of like, mm -hmm. if you don't give me the free things that I want, I'm going to write I'm jokes about you. you. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's my, I think that that is maniacal, but I would do the exact same thing. It so it is. kudos to you, my brother. Um, I think next time you fly, um, you got to get some Delta jokes. You know what? I think we got to do private jet jokes. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, um, I try to do, what, what's the private jet company? Net jets or something like that? Let's just see. Let's see how far we can take this experiment because I am definitely doing this out of selfish reasons to be the plus one. I mean, I, I do everything out of selfish reasons. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, I still didn't get my liquid death t-shirt yet, but that, that's a story for another time. Yeah. Um, that's crazy. It's, it's, it's fascinating. Um, how, how much, but I, I'm thinking that like, maybe these companies like publicity, no matter what, if it's good or bad, which, uh -huh. which is fine, uh -huh. which is fine. But I feel uh -huh. like I'm not asking for nothing. I'm not asking for anything crazy. Like liquid death. They send me no. a bunch of cans of liquid death. It's water. Perfect. Thank you. Uh -huh. Thank you. Uh, I feel like they could have, you know, they could have upgraded me to a premium economy. They could have. And uh, now these companies are going to pay because if I want something free, I'm going to threaten you with jokes. So basically, you're using your, your comedy as Yelp on steroids. You know that, right? That's a good. You bring up a good point. Yeah, I, I didn't realize that, but this is. I think this is what I'm doing. I'm. I'm basically. Like, I'm basically well, like a white lady. Like I'm yelping. You, yes. About your business. You are. I think you are Karenisha. Karenisha. Yeah. Karenisha. Ka yes, that's a black Kar white lady. Yeah. Karenisha. Yeah. Yes, Kar you are Karenisha. Yes. And I respect it because I again out of selfish reasons. You know what it is? I need leg room. I don't even want. Sure. I, I thought of, I thought about that, man. I thought about that because you're like what five ten? Yeah. So you 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 uh, you must <laughs> maybe sprinkle a little more on there. Sprinkle a little uh, more. You know, whatever. But you 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 must need. Right. You must need like a couple I, a couple more uh, inches on the leg room. I'm definitely Mr. Emergency Exit for sure. Yes. Like at bare minimum. So again. I respect the weaponizing of your uh, your following. Hold on. Before I continue, what do we call our following? Are they the adulterers? Is that what we're going with? I think it's fluid. I think it's fluid, what, it's fluid? what we call them. Yeah. It's uh, it's ever-changing. I like adulterers. Ever-changing. Okay. Um, uh-huh. Um, but it's ever-changing, you know. It depends, it depends how they act, you know. 
Um, okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, um, I gotta say, which is look, that's that's like that brings up like it brings us to like a, a good thing about adulting, which is like I feel like that's part of being an adult. You have to know how to finesse the things you want. Oh, oh, this is a great topic. You have to finesse. Basically, after like your cuteness goes away right. as a kid, right. you basically are in the finesse of your life. You have to learn how to finesse all different kinds of situations. And I want to give a big shout out to all the adulterers out there that have been tuning in for week one. If this is your first time listening or your last time listening, because, you know, a lot of people are hitting us up on our socials and letting us know that adulting is not easy. So to the adulterers out there, please get your pen and paper out because we're about to give up. Uh, is this like the finesse rules? Are we going to give finesse rules? Yes. Do this? Yeah. First I, of all, you, you first of all, to gold. I hope it's not. I hope it's not your last time listening. Um, unless, no, unless, unless you're dying, which if that's the case, you know, rest in peace. It's been a good run. But other than that, I think you should, you should tune yeah. in. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, finesse, it's important because a lot of people think, um, and, and, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I, I wouldn't consider myself, uh, a, a, a famous person by any means. I did get recognized three, four times in Kenya though. That was a big deal for me. Um, that's a big deal. Bro. Yes. Um, but I will say sometimes people think people see celebrities or, or influencers, if you will, on uh, on social media, living a life that may seem uh, expensive or fancy. But all of it, I would say, from what I've seen, not all of it, a lot of it is just them finessing their their clouts into these things. You have to finesse. You have to finesse. And you have to figure out what you basically your leverage on how to finesse. what your finesse and is. Give you an ex- yes, what is your finesse strategy? Yes. I'll give you an example. So I've been basically uh, a big person the majority of my life now, um, and with that comes its uh, perks and privileges. Yeah, this is prior to social media because, or prior to like everybody really like googling. Mm-hmm. There was a time in my life where I would just say, "Hey, my name is Malik Jones." Yes. Generic black name. Yeah. Uh, I play. I'm on the the. I'm the 54th man on an NFL roster. Yes. And you know that 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 brings me free cheesecake, maybe a couple of drinks. You know what I'm saying? You got to figure out your finesse strategy because you can use that in, in in situations to get yourself some free stuff. I had I had a friend. I had an old coworker. Um, who he was, uh, he was, he was a tall dude again. Um, he played football in college. He went to like a good mm-hmm. school. He played mm-hmm. football in college and mm-hmm. after college, he actually made it to try out for an NFL team. Oh, he actually made it to okay. tryouts. So he was at training camp. He was there a couple weeks. Then he got cut, never played football again. Uh-huh. Now I had met this guy five years after I met him five years after he tried out for an NFL team. He was uh-huh. still reaping the benefits <laughs> of trying out for a professional football team. If you looked at his Instagram page, you would think uh-huh. you would think that he was on the Super Bowl squad. Yeah, because he was still using that leverage of when he tried out for the football team five years prior. Uh huh. In, in in normal life, in, in modern life, he was using it. To meet women, you, you have to find out. Now, listen, all of us are not going to be extremely talented, successful comedians like me or ex 
pro NFL players. So, yes. so you have to find the thing that is for you and use for it you. as leverage. Absolutely. Um, so basically what you're saying is that he had compound interest. Like he had, he, fin that's called compound finesse interest where that little bit of whatever, cause it's not celebrity, that little bit of leverage. He's, he reaped the benefit. Wow. Yes. He, that's, that's phenomenal. Right. I mean, it was, it was, he, he should have gave a class on this because this is what you have to do in life. Life would throw you some opportunities, but you got to learn, learn how to parlay them, you know? You definitely have to learn how to parlay them. He, the parlay on the parlay is key. He he, for lack of a better term, he refinanced his clout. <laughs> is that a t-shirt, Marty? Are you listening? Hold on, I'm texting my producer right now because that is gold. There you we go. Refinance the clout. There you go. Thumbs up. Yes. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. You gold. You have this to learn how to refinance your clout when God blesses yeah. you with things such as a one-day NFL tryout where you get cut immediately, use that uh -huh. for the rest of your life. For the rest of your life. Yeah. Wow. I, I actually just pulled out my notebook. I, I, so does that make me an adulterer? Refinance the clouds. Yes, that's, that's, that's very important. Very important part of adulting, you know. And listen, we're just here to give the tips on how to get by. We don't make the hold rules. Hold on, hold on. The did we did, did we put our disclaimer in the front? Um, don't listen to us, but definitely listen to this podcast. Don't listen to us. Cool. Definitely listen to the podcast. All the advice is bad advice. Yeah, it's it's all bad advice, but at the same time, too. Try it out, though. Try it out. What do you have try going it. for you? Nothing. Try just it. just listen to try our. It. Try it out. Maybe maybe your life will improve. It. it probably won't, but yeah, just do, try it. You know. Man, uh, yeah. I went to the I went to the safari. Now, have you have you done a safari? Um, I went to the Bronx Zoo. That's that's honestly close, but uh, but but not exactly what I was talking about. Um, okay, okay. I went to the to the Maasai Mara is what they call it. Is uh, uh -huh. is uh, it's in it's in Kenya. It was a seven hour drive from uh from Nairobi to the Maasai Mara seven seven hours hour. and listen I know I talked about like you know Nairobi Kenya that's the capital it's one of the biggest cities in Africa this is like a major city when you're in Nairobi Kenya you're not gonna feel like you're in any type of like you know developing country or anything like that mm. however mm -hmm. in this seven hour drive we went into into the the real the real streets of Kenya if you know what I mean <laughs> Yeah, this the, was or, or the the clay roads. You yes, know, you know when you go to Africa. Yes, it's all red clay. All right? red clay. What is with the red clay, bro? That's just the natural dirt. I I didn't take a science class, but I think that's the the way that the dirt is is is, is works over there. Dude, it was raining too when we went. Uh -huh, I thought uh -huh. you would have thought you were on Mars uh -huh. with the red clay. It's just all red dirt. Red clay, yeah, Oof. and uh, and I was in a but, I was in a safari car, which those safari vehicles, uh -huh. they might look fun, uh -huh. but they're not made for comfort. They're not, no, 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 no. They're made for off road. Did you get a concussion? Because I don't know if I got a concussion because I was so jet lagged that I felt like I had a concussion uh -huh. the whole time I was there. 
Uh-huh. But uh but dude, it was I'll tell you this. You know, I wear my Apple Watch, you know? Yes. And yes. uh the ride was so rough that at the end of the ride, at the end of the seven hour trip on my Apple Watch, my workout, I had burned, it said I had burned thirty five hundred calories. It was the most I've ever burned. My Apple Watch was like, What is going on? This guy traded for a marathon. Yeah, my Apple Watch is like, what is going on? I had I had about five and a half hours of workout and like thirty five hundred calories burned. That's just from the rocking back and forth in the uh in the in in the in the vehicle. And um Uh yeah, but 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 we got there. Uh the safari, I was on a literal it was have you heard of glamping? Yes. Glamping is supposed for those of you who don't know. Glamping is supposed to be like camping, but it's supposed to be look, glamorous. Look, yeah. And by and by glamorous and luxurious, that's what they call it. And by luxurious, I mean you have a toilet. Uh-huh. That's that's as far as the luxury goes in it. That's the highest end. Yes, it is it is a it yeah. is a big tent. It is a big tent in the middle of the of the Mara. I don't know if it's a jungle or far. I don't know what they call it. It's it's just woods, basically. Nature. 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 Let's call it nature. Right. Uh-huh. Um, is run by the Maasai people, which is a tribe over there in uh in Kenya. Uh great people. Mm-hmm. And uh you're just in the out you're just in the woods. You're just in the outdoors. In fact So the this seven hour trip it wasn't like so you stayed outside, like you were outside with lions and, yes, and stuff? Yes. 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 Oh, you whoa, stay okay. you, right, you stay on, on a camp base. The camp has about the one I was in had twelve tents. Twelve it was very it was mm-hmm. very nice. It was very nice. It had twelve bedroom tents and then about three okay. or four tents. Then it had a dining tent, then it had uh a dining tent. Uh, a bar tent and like a lounge area and um oh so you you was in a tent state yes i was in a in a okay. tent state um and okay it's so much you're you're so out there that outside of my tent i had to have a guard mm-hmm. there was a guard that stayed outside of my mm-hmm. tent all night because mm-hmm. the hippos which by the way hippos the wildest animal and the thing people think is like lions, the most dangerous animal is the hippo. I learned that. Really? Yes. Really? Hippos will come up to the tent and there was a guard there with a stick to shoo them away. Uh-huh. And I remember I asked the guard, I'm like, if a hippo's, I'm like, do you have a gun? He's like, no. I'm like, do you have uh, any type of knife or weapon? He's Rifalizer? like, he's like, no. And I'm like, so if a hippo decides to attack, what are you supposed to do? And he was like, I can alert you to run. And I was like, run. Hmm. Yeah, I was like, I, I feel like I would get that. I feel like if a hippo was coming, I feel like my natural instinct would know to run. And he was like, mm-hmm. well, that's my job. So uh, so he stayed there. You know, I stood there two nights mm-hmm. in, the, in the jungle, in the forest, whatever you call it. Uh, two nights. Mm-hmm. On, 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 I mean, on the second night, hippos actually did come up to the tent. Uh, I'm, I'm, uh-huh. I'm, I'm laying there because I wasn't sleeping because I'm still jet lagged. So it's three in the morning. Uh-huh. And I was waking up at three in the morning every day to watch the Nick game on my iPad. Because uh-huh. um, they got, uh-huh. they got Wi-Fi on, in the tents. Um, in the tents? Yeah. They got Wi-Fi. They're very modern. 
uh, hippos came up to the thing. I hear them. I hear the hippos like they're outside of my tent. I hear the, they make noise. Uh-huh. They make hippo noises, but you don't really know. Uh, what, what is a hippo noise, please? For the, for the listeners, uh, for this audio journey. Yeah. For the people who, who don't know about, uh, animals, it's uh, a hippo noise. It's kind of like a hog. It's kind of like, <laughs> Marty, we got to clip that up. <laughs> what is it? Yeah. It's kind of like that. Uh, it's, it's, Okay. You know, it's very aggressive and loud, though. But uh, I had no idea. Yes. I had no idea how close the hippos actually got to the tent. And then the next day, uh-huh. I wake up. You know, the sun comes up six, seven in the morning, and you go for breakfast. And when I was walking for breakfast, the guard he's standing there. He's standing outside, like exactly how I left them. It would be like you ever saw. Mm-hmm. You ever saw Ace Ventura? Uh, when nature calls. Pet detective. When nature calls. Yes. He goes to to Africa. Uh-huh. The tribe people, they were, I found out that Pet Detect, I mean, that when, that when Nature Calls was made, it, it was a made up country, but it was supposed to be, mm-hmm. it was supposed to be Kenya, like a, a country mm-hmm. in that region. They were, they were taking stuff from different uh, countries in that region. And Kenya was one of the main ones. So the tribes mm-hmm. people were similar to what they were uh, uh, mocking in that movie. So he's standing out there. He hasn't moved. And like, I left him there eight hours ago. I'm mm-hmm. like, you just been out here? He's like, yeah. And he was like, the hippos came up to the tent last night and he's showing me the footprints and the footprints are literally 10 feet maybe away from my tent. And I was like, what point would you have woke me up and told me to run? And he was like, if they moved one foot closer. Huh, okay. So I was like, what okay. did you do when the hippos came? And he was like, with the stick, I just told them to move. Now hippos, they weigh 3,000 pounds. I don't know pounds, but they're heavy. Uh, they heavy. Yeah, I'm like they're not like. Yeah, I'm like if they would have attacked you, what would you have done? But apparently, these people grow up in this environment, so mm. they're connected to these animals a lot more mm. than your regular person. Mm-hmm. So they don't see them as threats; mm-hmm. they see them mm-hmm. as people. Or like dogs. Yeah, yeah, that's Maybe better. Like you know how some people are dog people. Yeah, yeah, like you know those dog trainers. That go in and put their hand in Pitbull's like mouth. Yeah. They'll put their hand in Pitbull's yeah. mouths, but they'll be like, oh, the Pitbull uh-huh. be ready to attack. And they're like, I know what to do. And uh-huh. they just put their hand in their mouth. Uh-huh. They're like that. And then the Pitbull still bites them, yeah. but they seem calm. Yeah. 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 The Pitbull bites mm-hmm. their hand off, and they're like, yeah, this is what's supposed to happen. Yeah. <laughs> it's, um, it's like that. That's crazy. Insane. Low hanging fruits, but were the hippos hungry? They are, you know that they're the hungry hippo. That's a that's what it is. You, so, sometimes you hear these things as kids or as adults, or whatever, and you're like, "Oh, that's just a saying." The hungry, hungry hippo. But no, they're they're hungry hippos because they're hungry. They're hungry, bro. If you're three thousand pounds, I think you're full time hungry. Like, when are you ever full? When are you ever satisfied? Right, and they're only they only apparently they're in the water during the day because they have real sensitive skin. Uh-huh. And they only they can only take you they can't take sun. They're like white people. Uh, <laughs> They're allergic to the sun. And there's no there's no lotion for them. Right. There's no SPF. They can't put hippo. sunblock. Yeah. They're, they're allergic to the no, sun. No, they can't. So they can't they, they uh-huh. only come out at night. So that's when they come out to get at their night. food. Yeah. 
Ah, so hippos are vampires. Kind of, kind of. They're the vampires of okay. the of the wild, if you will. Um, uh, but do they? Go ahead. What do they eat? Like, do they eat meat and stuff, or is this all like grass and stuff? Like, are they like cows? I think like aggressive cows. I think they eat whatever's there. They they eat everything from do they eat humans? Grass to people. Yeah, they've killed. They've killed a couple humans. They, 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 they're the number one, uh, my, 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 uh, my safari tour guide was telling me, George, that was his name, uh, which by the way, I don't feel, shout out I went to, I, I'm in Kenya and all these people on the, on the plantation, they have the, not the plantation on the, on the camp and the camp, they have these, uh, uh-huh. these American names. Regular names. Yeah. Well, I'm like, this yep. ain't your name. I'm like, I'm like, wait, what's your name? It's like Austin Jackson. George, uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm like, you're in a right. tribe. This isn't your name. They're like, no, it's my name. It's like when you call. You ever called like customer service, and some guy in Mumbai uh-huh. picks up, and he's like, yeah, my name is Jefferson, uh-huh. and you're like, no, it's not. Uh huh. No, it's not. Yeah, but uh, oh, oh, my name is Dennis. Yes, yes, but uh, my tour guy George, we called him uh, George of the Jungle. Uh, <laughs> he didn't like that. Um, but, uh, mm-hmm. we called him George of the jungle. He told me that, uh, the number one killer of animals, like the killer of people in Kenya is actually, mm-hmm. is actually hippos. Wow. Yeah. Um, so we went on the safari. I saw all the animals. I, I almost saw the top five. I saw, uh, we saw elephants, giraffes, mm-hmm. lions, mm-hmm. uh, buffaloes, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. wildebeest. I saw a cheetah. Mm-hmm. I saw giraffes. We saw everything, and it's uh, it's it's honestly, it's honestly a, a crazy experience being so close, being so close. And you go on these safaris, right? And 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 part of you, part of you, you're like, you you like want you want somebody to get eaten, you know, or something, you know. You're like, you're like, I flew all the way here. A small, I gotta see. This. Yeah, I flew all the way here. It'd be nice if this if this lion attacked, you know. Uh, live, but yeah, but yeah. they don't, you know. They they they're mostly and these tour guys, they know they know what to do. They get as close as possible. We were within a stone's throw of them, but they're mostly uh-huh. they're mostly just chilled out. Uh, I saw yeah. you drive through the thing. You see, uh, I saw a couple carcasses. Like you see, a couple uh, like we saw some dead buffalo, right? Like zebras, dead buffalo oh, okay. that were attacked. You know. And they were uh-huh. eaten and they were attacked. And when I tell you, it is uh-huh. one of the worst smells you would uh-huh. ever, uh, you would ever uh, smell. That's when I feel like that's like when the American came out, when like the city American came out of me. Because after smelling that, I uh-huh. was like, do we have any, like, we light a candle or, or, or is there any something? Bed Bath & Beyond candles that we could Beyond? light in the car or... Uh-huh. Yeah, because it is one of the worst, uh, the worst smells. Um, and it's 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 just in the in the African heat yeah. too, so it was just hot and and smelly. it was just horrible. Uh, one of the coolest Ugh. one of the coolest things is we saw a cheetah that was hunting on the prow. Wow! So wait for real? Yeah. So the cheetah. So this is how we saw it. We saw a bunch of uh, hyenas, right? And uh, mm-hmm. the hyenas, they were all, it looked, when we pulled up to them, they were all facing in one direction. It was like, it was mm-hmm. like four giraffes and it was like maybe 20 hyenas, but they were all looking in one direction. So I asked George of the Jungle, mm-hmm. I'm like, why are the hyenas 
looking all in the same direction. And he notices and he's like, oh, this is good. He was like, that means that there's a predator nearby. Mm. So they're all looking, they're all on the lookout. So we, we, mm -hmm. we go in the region of the where the hyenas is looking, like we drive further ahead, and then we see in the bushes, not far from us at all, it's a cheetah there. And he's like, he's like, the cheetah is hungry. He's hunting right now. And they can tell that. And mm -hmm. I'm like, why don't they why don't they just leave this area? The hyenas, they see that the that the cheetah's there. Why don't they just leave this area? He was like, because they're frozen because they don't know how much of them are around. So they want to, mm -hmm. they want to, and I'm like, if a cheetah takes off, it's going to catch up to them right away because the cheetah is one of the fast animals. He's like, yeah, apparently the giraffes, they're so tall, they uh -huh. help the hyenas be able to see, because they can see the cheetah. So the giraffes, uh -huh. apparently they tell the hyenas when a predator is coming and, and gives them the heads up to uh to, to run on, away don't don't the hyenas eat the giraffes though no 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 i think giraffes i don't think giraffes get hunted the, what i see the lion i i, I was national geo all the time lions hunt giraffes they, they jump up and they bite their big ass well i think that was a lion that got out of pocket Okay, okay. I don't think it's their natural Messing up the balance. It's their natural thing. Giraffes are all, actually, I pet the giraffes. I went to the giraffe sanctuary in the giraffe hotel in uh, Kenya, uh -huh. which is uh, apparently, uh -huh. I didn't even know this, apparently huge thing on TikTok for the women. Really? Yeah, they, they, they love this. They love the giraffe hotel. And uh, I, I, I pet the giraffes, and uh, they're very, very strong. Really? Yeah, and they like to headbutt. Mm. So uh, I mean that's 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 their leverage. Yeah. So the whole thing about this giraffe hotel is you 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 know you wake up and you have breakfast in your room and the giraffes come up to your window. In the uh -huh. room and you can feed the giraffes. Uh huh. Which, in my opinion, completely overrated. Look, not everything. You don't need to do everything you see on TikTok. On TikTok. Uh, adulter adulterers, please take heed to this because this is lesson number two. We gave you the um the the finesse Your clout. the clout the re now, refinance the clout refinance the clout and then now please do not do everything that you see on TikTok. Please continue. The, these people because these people because listen, I lived it. These people go on TikTok. What they do is they'll go on TikTok. They'll they'll hire base these influence. They'll hire basically a camera crew a camera crew. Where where uh -huh. it's perfect lighting, the filming is perfect, and the editing is perfect, and they'll and they'll have you they'll have you thinking that uh that 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 these that these things are ideal, you know, uh huh, and then uh -huh. and then you'll actually go to the place and you'll find out it's nothing like you saw it on TikTok. At all, these giraffes they headbutt. They can get mm -hmm. they some of them are mean. There's a lot of uh mm -hmm. there's a lot of flies. And uh, and they're mm -hmm. wild. They're they, wild animals. They're not meant to be. Do they back kick? Yeah, they they kick too. Yeah. They kick. Get they're wild here. animals. They're not meant to be on your TikTok. No, they're not. But you know what? This brings up a good point. I feel like I I'm, I'm just gonna just go ahead and jump off a limb here. Outside of like celebrities, I feel like you know a lot of big TikTokers. They probably were a part of that like Tide Pod challenge generation. Yes. So like. What 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 do we really expect from a generation of people who literally would like 
eat detergent. You know what I'm saying? Or my chip. Yes. Let me and let me tell you, it does not taste good. Um, but I'll, <laughs> I, I'll, I'll say this. I'll say this. And listen, I, I don't, I don't really go down TikTok too much. I stay on Instagram. I'll do the, I'll do the reels uh-huh. on Instagram. Uh-huh. uh-huh. It is addicting, man. You could spend your whole day on that. Bro, it's crazy. They 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 tailored it for that. Yeah. Like they they know. First of all, and another thing too is I don't know. I got a, a conspiracy video that says that like your iPhone is taking infrared pictures of you every 30 seconds or something like that. Oh, really? And like I don't know if that that's what it says. I'll send you the video. I don't know. I don't know if it's true or not. But if it is, it's just like they they the algorithms is algorithm. And I don't know what that means, but basically they they've engineered it so you can spend all day just going through reels, going through TikToks. Yeah. But what's even more disturbing is when you see like older people. Like I was DJing a gig a couple of weeks ago, and like the sound man was, you know, he was an older dude, and he was on like he was on I think he was on Facebook, and then he was on Tinder, and then he was on TikTok. And I'm like, bro, a little bit too old. The tri the trifecta. Yeah, but like also like he was fully TikTok. What was it? What was it? What was it? It was Facebook, TikTok, and what? Facebook, uh, Tinder, and then TikTok. Oh, that's the holy trinity. That's the holy trinity right there. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, I felt kind of gross because like Facebook, I understand they took that. That's their generation, the baby boomers, the Gen Xers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like. They they commented that and we gave that up to them. But like to be on TikTok and like to be TikToking in a sense of if the video was longer than six seconds, he was just like, nah, I can't watch this. I'm like, bro, that's crazy. Yeah. As as a as a person who has done well on reels, I will say if I come uh-huh. up in your algorithm, if my comedy comes up in your uh-huh. algorithm, that is that is the universe uh-huh. telling you that you should be a fan of mine. That's exactly what it's saying. So don't skip past it. Listen. Sometimes you got to listen to when the universe uh, shows you things. I, I believe when the universe, universes, you listen. Right. Exactly. Um, so, so. That's what my tarot card says. Right. So, so we did, you said tar- tarot cards? Tarot cards. You have a, you have a, Mercury you have a dated a girl, you have a dated or talked to a girl that was really into that? Yes. I, I, dude, quick story. One time I went on th- on this date with this girl who uh mid date she told me she was a witch. Wow. Yeah. So I, I know you continue to date for the story. Of course, please. you know me. I don't end dates. Of course. I, I yes. ride it out. No. Um this is gold. I'm here. So she told me she was a witch and uh and I was like, What do you mean? She's like, Yeah, yeah, I'm a witch. And I'm like, like you do spells and potions? And she was like, Yeah. And uh, she was like, "Did she go to Hogwarts?" She was like, "But I'm a, I, I, I didn't, I didn't get, I didn't get there because look what." So I was like, so "She was like, but I'm a good witch." And I was like, "What do you mean? I'm a good?" Witch. She was like, "Well, I can like read you your your tarot cards or whatever, and uh, and uh-huh. and let you know like, you know about basically your future." Um. Uh-huh. So you know me. You tell me something like that. I'm in. I'm like, uh, You're yeah. In. I'm like, uh, do you do you have uh the cards with you? She says, like, as a matter of fact, I do. She reaches in her purse, pulls out uh, tarot cards, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. She starts reading me my tarot cards in the middle of the table, middle of the dinner table. Uh-huh. Now, I don't know uh-huh. anything about it. So everything she tells me to do, I'm just I'm like, all right, I guess this is what you do. Uh-huh. She spends about 
five to 10 minutes reading me my tarot uh, cards. And uh, in it, she tells uh-huh. me, she tells me stuff about my past and tells me stuff about my pu- my future. Now, when I tell you uh-huh. she wasn't correct about a single thing she said, yes. n- not one thing she said was uh-huh. accurate. But you're on a date. You can't just okay. you can't just be like, yo, you're wrong. You know, you're she, she tell you these things. You gotta be like, oh yeah, yeah, I, I think I think so. Yeah. How did you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. She started telling me that I that I had some some trauma, some childhood trauma, uh-huh. which I I I'm <laughs> I didn't. I'm like I, I my, no. my childhood was great. My my both my parents were uh-huh. in my lives. They they both took care of me. I, uh-huh. It was great. But she kept telling me that that I had some trauma, like some some trauma growing up. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, I I, I didn't. But but on a date, you know, you you gotta just agree. So you you don't want to. You, you gotta keep going. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I I guess I did have trauma. <laughs> but my thing is like. I feel like I would I would be like an asshole in that situation where like first of all, I'm a big Harry Potter fan, right? Sure. So I'd have just been like, where did you go to school? Where did you go to which school? Well, apparently, what kind of a, can you cast? Apparently, to to the witch people, apparently to the witch people, Harry Potter is a uh, is like is like uh, is like disrespectful to them. Whoa! To the witch community, the witching and wizards. Yeah, community? apparently it's like it's like mocking their art or their 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 trade. Mm. Yeah, they they don't like it. We gotta unpack this. If any of you adulterers are actually like you know witches and and, and do witchcraft and stuff, please hit us on the socials because we gotta unpack this because I've never heard of that. But like, you know, what's her name? J.K. She made trillions of dollars off that Harry Potter stuff. So yeah. I don't know if you could be. I, I, what, do they want like reparations or something like that? Like, how does that work? I, I I'm not sure. I'm not wired in as much to the witch community. You're not tapped in. You're not tapped I, in. Not as much as I uh-huh. used to be. But uh-huh. but I, I I do know they don't like it. And 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 also, I mean, when you're on a date, you, when you're on a date, also like this was like a first date. Yeah. And and this is and this is a tip. Also, this is a pro tip here. When when you go on a date, ladies and gentlemen. Don't don't try to be combative if 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 you don't agree with something. Ease into it. Mm. Don't 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 mm. don't sit mm. there on a date and and tell a witch that her witchcraft was bullshit. <laughs> you know? <coughs> did you did you but but at the same time too, all right, hold on. There's a lot of things here. So the first question I have for you is that like how did the date end? And this is a loaded question because like Let's say that you had intentions to time travel. Did she predict the time travel? When I tell you not one of her predictions was accurate, she mm-hmm. like predicted I would be like a like a I would be like a state senator or or some some shit. I'm like this isn't even. I mean, she didn't even bother like because I feel like a lot of times with these uh, psychic and witches, what they do is they'll ask you a couple leading questions. And then from there, uh-huh. from there, they're able to predict like, uh, like what, what, what might sound true to you, right? Uh-huh. This girl didn't even do that. She just started rambling off. I think she said that I was gonna convert to Mormon or something. I'm like, 
this is 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 not <laughs> me at all. But of course, you don't say that. No, but that's that's date etiquette. You just be like, oh wow, yeah, I, I like the Mormons, the Book of Mormon. Um, bro, that is crazy that and, and fascinating at the same time. So like, did you ask to see her hat? Did you ask to see her broom? No. Where the hell was her wand? No. Like, I have so many questions. That's the thing too. Like, it's she's one. Of, she was one of these new age witches, lazy. Witches? Yeah, that 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 mm-hmm. don't do none of the things. Like, if you're gonna be a witch, have the hat and a and a and a oh, and, a, and, a, and, a, and a broom and a a cauldron where they where you mix potions. A cauldron, you know. Well, you know, I uh, see. I was about to say something, but I don't want to. Um, you know what? Screw it. These new age witches can't cook, so what's she doing with a cauldron? You know what I'm that, saying? That's not in their vernacular. This is the thing about our generation, which, look, I, I, I know the podcast is called Adulthood. It's about adulting from the hood. But I don't like these new age things, like these new age witches? professions, where they modernize it, where they're just normal people. Like, I'm used to, if you're going to be a witch, you gonna have to you have to be like hocus pocus. Yeah, you got to witch it up. You got to dress you know in saying? layers. You got to dress in layers and dark colors. With All a black. Yeah. Black pointy hat. A crazy laugh. Don't be don't having be, no sick, like, cute laugh. Right. Don't no. be sitting on a date at Ruby yeah. Tuesdays wearing cargo pants and Vans and, and, and uh-huh. then and then pull out, pull out a deck call of cards. Call yourself a witch. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, but that's I digress. The the, the point is when you I, I, every every story leads to to us giving us giving giving the adulterers like some type of advice. A tip. And, and 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 the pro tip I would say that I got from here is when you're on these dates, even if it's not if you if you feel like you're not interested in them, don't get combative. Because mm. again, I didn't believe that she was a good witch because nothing she said about mm. me was true. But uh-huh, I don't uh-huh. want to test it. And upset her. But at the same time, too, you got to, like, you got to verify. So, like, you know, did she have a witch license? How long was she witching for? Did she just start witching or she has she been witching? Because if she was new, then it's like, of course, she's not going to give, like, a good a good read. But she's saying that, like, yeah, I've been witching for 20 years and you can't give me an accurate read then? She was, she was, she was new to the witch game. She was new. Boom. But, boom. but, okay. but. She prefaced it by saying that she's felt that she's had these powers her whole life. Um, okay. Did I ever tell you the story about my aunt? No. My aunt who got possessed? No. So long long story short, because we we, we wrapping up. We got to go. I had an aunt. Or should we save this for next week? Because... I, I, we gotta fully expound this. Should we? Should we save this? Well, people have been telling us that we keep saying we're gonna save it for next week, and then next week comes that we don't even bring it up. So that's adulting. That's adulting. Yeah. Adulting is a forgetting when you're about to say something good. But all right, go so go I, for I, it. Let's I, do I, it. Quick, quick story. I'll end a quick story to end. <laughs> um, I got an aunt. I got an aunt who who uh who get who gets possessed. That's been her whole thing since before I was born. This is 50, for 50 years, people in my family has been saying that she gets possessed and she gets uh, powers from the, from, the, from the afterlife, you know. I'm not, uh-huh. I'm, not, okay. I'm not the biggest believer of these things, but I respect it. Mm-hmm. But I respect it. Okay. I'm not knocking your stuff. If this is what you do, I respect you and I respect the craft. One yes. time, one time, this was 
almost almost 20 years ago, maybe 15 to 20 years ago. We're at a party. Uh-huh. We're at a party. Um, some music comes on in uh, in in uh, Dominican culture. It's called the music is called uh, palo, which is 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 okay. is similar to tribal music. Like it, it's like tribal. Okay. It, it stems from Africa. It's like tribal uh, music mm-hmm. that's supposed to call on the spirits. The music comes on. My aunt activates. She gets possessed at the party. Whoa! Middle of a uh, of a party, she's possessed. She's telling. She starts going up to all family members and predicting the what's to come for them, the future. Uh-huh. She goes up to an uncle. Your wife is cheating on you. She's a bitch. Whatever. She goes up to my sister, who at the time is six months pregnant. Uh-huh. She tells my six month pregnant sister that she's going to have a girl. My sister mm-hmm. was hell bent on having a boy. She tells her she's gonna have mm-hmm. a girl. My sister is pissed for the rest of the night. She's just mad. She's like, I really wanted a boy. Mm-hmm. She spends the whole time upset because she wanted her boy. And she takes this like it was a doctor mm-hmm. who saw a sonogram and told her. Mm-hmm. Couple months later, my sister has a baby and it's a boy. It's a boy. Completely wrong. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to tell my aunt about it. I'm like, press her about it and tell her Mm -hmm. that she was wrong. But my family Mm -hmm. insists on not telling, which is where I learned the lesson. Sometimes you have to play along with people's bullshit. Uh That's a big, that's a major key. That's a big because I, I, a, a lot of my younger years, I would want to call people out on their shit. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. I, but I learned part of adulting is just accepting people's bullshit. That brings us to the end of this episode. Uh, Yo, you sure you're, a pro- you're not a professor? Because you just professed right there, bro. That's, 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 listen, that's something you can walk away with from, from the adult. Listen, you the, know? the, 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 we, we've been, we've been blessed. We've been blessed with, with, with the careers and, uh, and the lives that, that we have. And I feel like this whole Wi Fi, yeah, Wi Fi in the jungle, everything. And I feel like, in the tent, and I yeah. feel like this whole, this whole podcast is, uh, is us giving back. That's it. That's what. That, that's that's it. why we do it. We we do it to yeah. give back to the people, and and, and we and, people, and we want to help the people of the world. Now, some because you you were not. Some of you might ask, who are you trying to help? Some of you might ask, are you even qualified to help? You guys are not mm-hmm. successful mm-hmm. or any type of. And we're like, sure, all those things are right, but yeah. it doesn't stop us from doing it. No. 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 <laughs> the Lord's work. Right. <laughs> That's what we're doing. Um tune in uh next week. I'm gonna have I got I still got a couple more stories from Africa. I got uh uh-huh. I got Canada and uh I just got to Dubai, so I'm gonna have some uh hopefully some some fun uh Dubai adult tips. <laughs> <laughs>